What's up, friends? Welcome back to His Redeeming Love Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Macy Weeks, the Fuse College Ministry Director, to talk about worship as a worship leader and what that looks like. Don't forget to turn on your post notifications for our podcast and follow our Instagram at His Redeeming Love Podcast. Welcome back to our podcast. It is Caitlin and Avery and Macy Weeks. Macy Weeks. Heyo. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) If you didn't know, um, we attempted to record this episode like a month ago. ago, And it it, it didn't fail, but the audio failed. The audio. Nothing is wasted in the kingdom. But yeah. The we Lord humbled learning. us. We were learning. We were learning. Yeah, I got to be a guinea pig, so she did. It was an honor, truly. Yep. And yeah, the Lord told us that this is more than just recording. It's yes. it's a lot more than that. It is. Right, well, all right, friends, we have an important question to <laughs> ask you guys. And Macy. And, and me, Macy. Um, do we have any rushers out there? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about a certain concert that happened in Raleigh last night <laughs> at the Red Hat Amphitheater. <laughs> you know, good old big time rush in the house. Woo! So, if you know, they're hold a fan up, hold base. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Avery's also wearing the <laughs> concert I sure am. I sure am. Big Time Rush Forever Tour. I sure am. So, did you guys, how did y'all first start liking, like, when you were little kids, did you like Yeah, them? so I saw Big Time Rush. I saw the Elevate Tour when I was 11 years old. Did you watch the show first? Oh, I sure that? did. I've watched yeah. it multiple times. Yeah. And gotcha. when I heard they were going back on tour, I was like, Caitlin, I have to go. Like, I have to. To I didn't go. Really have a choice. There's no doubt in my mind that I will not be there. Like I, I, I'll be there. Yeah. So we bought our tickets. I've been waiting months for this. The day came. I'm and really excited. We're, thinking about, going over. Again next we're week. really thinking about going to Atlanta to go see it again. But this time, sit in the pit. So she can get on stage. So I can get on stage. Cause y'all, I spent spent two hours making a poster that I was like for sure. This is going to get me on stage. And it didn't. Okay, time out, guys. Avery wore, I got her a Big Times James Girl shirt. Yeah, James is With the logo. Favorite. And then they pull a girl up on for Worldwide to, like, serenade her. And, and I wanted to be Avery serenaded. Avery made a sign that said, I'll be thinking about you worldwide. And I even drew a, a globe. Yeah, but they didn't see it. But then when, like, James came up and I was holding the sign, he, like, looked at it and I was like... Like, just like the, right. you should Just acknowledge the, like, my I'm a pick-me girl. Like. Yeah, you guys were both. Hardcore pick-me-girls, yeah. i Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I'm not even ashamed of it. Like, am I am I embarrassed that I went to this concert? No. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be. be. No. Be Were the you. people behind me getting annoyed with me? Yes. But I was... I paid to be there. You paid to be there. I was going to have the best time of my life regardless. To each her own. Um, I have a question. Okay. How many dudes were there? A lot. A lot. There were a lot. A lot. Dude, this guy in front of us was breaking it down. He was Are like... You, was it just dudes with girlfriends or was no, it No, some were just dudes. There okay. was two guys that were there. I think they were there by themselves and they had like their faces on their shirt. Yeah. Like it was okay. like, looked like custom shirts and I was like... Oh, I saw shit. a lot of those. I was That's, like... Darn. And there was this one guy in line... I, I had a little bit of an insecure moment, and she I did. thought, you know, people were, like, making fun of my shirt or whatever, and this guy looked at me, and he was like, 
You know what? And if you know Big Time Rush, you know this. this yeah, you know him. this. Lyric. He looked at me and he was like, it's the only life you got, so you gotta live a big time. And I was like, you know what? Uh, 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 Thank uh, you, Macy. I was like, that is so good. Like, that's very true. And I was like, you know what? I only have one life and I'm gonna live a big time and I'm gonna have fun. And mm-hmm. I didn't care. I held up that sign. We danced. Most of we the three hours. We hopped in front of everybody and just danced. As you should. Yeah. As we made should. friends. One girl wanted a picture of my son, and I was like, go for it. Yeah. yeah. We were the life of the... Section 6, you know yeah. who we are. Section 6, <laughs> row H. We were living our best life. Y'all know who we are. I'm so glad y'all had such a fun night last It was. Night. I was really sad it was over. Yeah. I, I, it was really sad. You know how some concerts you're like, oh my gosh, like, is the summer over? Like, I was engaged the whole time. Yeah, on the ride there, she was like, I don't want this to be over. I'm like, has it even started yet? I know, like, I was not even worried about what time it was. Like, I was fully prepared to get home at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. I was like, not caring. Yeah. But we say that because our voices might be a little, eh. Yeah. Just a little. They sound fine to me, guys. I can tell that mine's, like, so if I cough or something, no judgment. We're we're all living life. You always need to send them a DM on their Instagram and encourage them because they both sound great. DM us your favorite Big Time Rush song. And we will post a picture of Avery holding the sign because I just feel like we need to for everyone to to know. And also, I touched James. I touched his hand. (laughs) Guys, he's not an idol. It's not an idol. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. um, Isn't this podcast about worship? Okay, guys, I don't worship him. I just think he's good looking, and I wanted to touch him. We we're gonna have we're gonna deep dive into that in a little bit. It's not an idol, guys. I checked my heart. I really did. No one's telling you. No one's saying. You gotta pray. Ask the Holy Spirit. You're a little guilty about that. I'm not. I'm not guilty. I'm touching him. I'm not ashamed. Okay, let's just get started. Anyway, sorry guys. No, okay. She, she had her moment. <laughs> she did. Reel it back in, reel it back in. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Okay, so Macy, you're this Fuse director. Yes. And mm. our worship leader. Uh, yes. A little, yeah. Now I'm kind of like, so I, okay, I describe it like this. So like, when I started out in Fuse as a mm-hmm. student, I was on the worship team, served on the worship team. Yeah. Pretty much every week, I played keys mm-hmm. and a little bit of acoustic guitar, but mostly keys. Um, mm. And I did that for since my sophomore year of college. So for three years, I served on the worship team and in uh, church on Sundays as well. Um, and then when I got this internship, it's called the residency mm-hmm. um, through Fuse. Um, I became kind of over the worship team in a sense. So like. Yeah. I would schedule the songs and the um, worship leaders and the band and all that. And so I kind of was given this responsibility over the worship team. Yeah. Um, and then when I became, I got hired on as the Fuse director. So full-time ministry position, yay. Um, I was given more responsibility with the overall ministry. So I had to kind of give up some of the reins on just worship and kind of focus on a lot of other things on mm-hmm. a broad scale. And so with that, I still am kind of like, so if, if you guys know, like, passion people. Passion Whoa, passion! Um, <laughs> some people say I'm, like, the Louis Giglio of the worship team now. Yeah. So oh. I, I just, like, show up and I'm there and kind of, like, oversee things, but I don't really, like... Know what's going on. Like, I Will do... You? Well, no, I know what's going on, but, like, there are other people who are, like, 
more directly involved yeah. now. Um, shout and out Gabe. Shout out. Um, there's a lot of people. Yeah. Blessings about to be on yeah, the episode bless- that yeah. airs after this. Yes. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler. Yeah, but Blessings you're about to hear from one of our yeah. amazing worship leaders. So, um, I get. I just get to like watch them do their thing now, yeah. and it's the best thing ever. So yeah, and and they would, kill it. They do a great job. Yes. They literally do. Okay, so I have a question because you said something. So you used to like schedule songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you like schedule like? What is the process of scheduling or like picking a song? Like, do you have the yeah. sermon to like walk me through that? Yeah, so like, I guess your question is creating a set list, right? Yes. Like for a worship set, like for a worship service. So, yeah, um, yeah that's uh, it, does highly depend on for, for us, anyways, like what's being talked about that night, the message. Mm-hmm. So, like, we try to, you know, have some sort of central like theme so yeah. that because one thing I love about worship is it does like it gets our minds and our hearts wrapped around like it has the ability to get our minds and our hearts wrapped around like you know maybe a certain topic or a certain aspect about God or a certain aspect about ourselves Mm -hmm. or it can really just get us in the right mindset to hear the word and so if it's um and even sometimes without people knowing it but subconsciously music has the ability to do that so um we try to be very strategic about what songs that we pick and so um yeah a lot of times it has to do with a certain theme um it doesn't have to be like exactly what the message is because that can be i mean yeah. that's a hard thing to do but um you know if it's a certain theme you know about god or it's um i'm trying to give a specific example i can't off the top of my head right yeah. now yeah well um, i know what you're talking about sometimes i go and i'm like i wonder if they're going to talk about this because like all the songs are kind of centered around like this one thing yes so like or like the song after the message especially yeah there's a certain landing point of the message that we want people if we want people to continue to be in this heart posture or this headspace of maybe like surrender like if that's sort of the what we want people to go then we want the song to be a surrender song yeah. like god take everything like whatever or if it's a song about like being sent like if it's like go out and be jesus to the world like we'll pick a song like available like yeah. here i am lord send me like so there's just like those are small examples but yeah yeah that's, that's kind of so that. good i love that i love that that's really good so whenever you do hear worship songs like if wherever church you're at worship service you go to conference anything just know that those songs were probably picked with care like they didn't uh-huh. just throw those up there um it most likely wasn't willy-nilly like random like people put a lot of thought and time into picking yeah. so it's like everything's very intentional you yeah. know what i'm saying it's not like Oh, let's just do this. It's right. like very intentional and like Holy Spirit driven. So it I is. agree. Lots that's of prayer good. goes into it. Yeah. Well. No, I love that's that. Good. Um, I kind of want to back up a little bit. So before we answer any more questions, I kind of want to talk about what worship is. So like for us, we said worship is giving worth to, worth to something. But like, how yes. would you describe worship? Like? Worship. That's great. That's actually where my mind was at when I was preparing for this and thinking about that question too. It's it's. It's whatever you're giving value to yeah. in your life, I guess. And um, so we can worship a, a myriad of different things. Big time um, rush. Hi. <laughs> it sounds like we need intervention. I, uh, I, I really, you know, you know, I just. It's, it's jokes, okay because I jokes. think back to like my young self and I'm like, I definitely like worshiped like Harry Styles and like frat boy era. I was like all about him and like Justin Bieber and like I really shouldn't have been like, ah, yeah. like you get to like in your head about it. But I'm like that. Like, yeah, I can admire them, mm-hmm. but, like, that can't be where I'm putting my value in. Like, yeah. you know, yes. I can love and, like, think you're cute from a distance. And, like, yeah. yes, and that's you know? perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, let's try to be a boundary. At the beginning of the night, it probably very much was the idol thing. But I'm telling you, halfway through the concert, like, 
he was like right in front of me he was singing and i i know this sounds cliche but like i really did have a thought in my head and i was like wow i really need to be careful like i don't know if it was like the holy spirit you know just me like yeah. catching myself but I was like, I really need to be careful not to, like, idolize these people. Because, like, this is just a worldly thing. Like, it's fun. It's exciting. And I'm yeah. having a good time. But, like, if I didn't have this, like, that would still be okay. Because, like, God is the only one that, like, I truly need in my life. Right. It's just yeah. like a, it was like funny a because during the concert, like, I had my hands up. And I was like, I do this for worship. And I was like, I I just was, like, catching myself. Like, I don't yeah. I don't want the intention to be, like, I'm worshiping them. Like, you know what no, I'm saying? absolutely, yeah. And I had the thought cross my mind. I'm like, wow. Like, it was just funny because we got in the car after the concert. And we're like, this was on my mind. And we both have the same thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, just, I mean, you guys, don't feel bad for anything. No, no, Because no. you go to a concert and you have fun. You can lift your hands. You can clap. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all very similar things to when we enter a church setting yeah or a worship setting it's all about your heart posture though yeah. so if you're clapping at a concert and clapping to a worship church song clap. it's like you can do both at both and i fun. thank god but yeah exactly i think totally that. um but also like worship is very much a lifestyle so it's mm -hmm. more than just singing it's more than just a song like a lot of times that's where our mind goes when we think of that and you know i know a lot of today's conversation is kind of about that worship like in a corporate setting in a church yeah. setting but Worship is way more than that. It's it's a lifestyle. It's it's what you're giving your every day. Like, um, I guess time. It's what you're giving your time to, yeah. your energy to, your money to. Like, like show me your show me what you're giving the most time, energy, and money to, and I will tell you what you worship. Like, yeah. yeah, no, that's so good. So that's yeah. so good, Macy. Mm. That's making me think of like things <laughs> in my life. I'm like, <laughs> like I mean, like not now, but like in the past, like you know, the organizations I was a part of. Like I valued that. Like. Yeah. top notch and like I would never step into what God had for me because I was so invested in like well I was like he's doing this now but like he mm -hmm. was like Caitlin right honey like yeah. you know you need to come step out and yeah. let me use you like yeah. calling you off yeah I think like I challenge you guys to maybe pause this so I think about this after like are there things in your life that maybe you are idling that mm -hmm. you're not realizing and yeah. you know maybe what does it look like to make that shift and kind of step away from idolizing those things. I mean, it's not bad to like things and to, have, like, put a certain value on something, but, like, no, not at all. to 100% idol them and who they are is, like, it's not what we're called to do. And, like, yeah. there's a lot of stories in Scripture that point to why that's a bad thing. So maybe just, you know, yeah. have a time of reflection. Like, is there anything in my life that maybe I'm idolizing too much? Yeah. I think, like kind of thinking about the concert scenario like Avery wanted to get on stage like let's say she was putting all her joy in like them and like her love in them like and she didn't go and she was just like distraught and like oh my god but like that's not where all her joy is found like it would have been incredible to be up there but like her joy like yeah. it's just being there and like being mm -hmm. in that environment that was fun like, I mean just, was like, I disappointed yeah. that they didn't take yeah, me to serenade like, me for worldwide yes but, your world but you weren't but yeah. did I still have fun saying? after yes I did yeah. Like, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, okay. you know, Big Time Rush, if you're listening, um, I would love to be serenaded. They probably are listening, actually. They probably are. I tagged them in my Instagram post. I'm hoping that they see. If you're mm -hmm. a James girl, let us know. <laughs> Please. DM us your favorite Big Time Rush song and who your favorite is. Isn't one is. of them, like, a Christian? Yeah, they are. They talked about Jesus they last did. night. They did. So they asked a wow. question. They were like, did any of you guys skip anything important to be here tonight? And one person said they skipped their little cousin's baptism. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Carlos is like, we're going to have a come to Jesus talk after this. <laughs> it was funny. Um, okay. Back to what we need to be on Sorry, task about. I Avery? Think I have a feeling we'll get off track to 
to big time rush every question. Yeah, <laughs> something's gonna just Probably. pull. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's just she just loves big time rush. I do. It's that. my it's my chi- it was my childhood. We, yeah. yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Um. Okay, so this these two kind of go hand in hand, but like as a worship leader, like being on stage, I know you pay the keys, but like even through the other people that you like steward, like mm-hmm. how do you? make sure that they're keeping worship authentic, but also, like, yourself. I know, like, through the choosing, you said, like, you let it be Holy Spirit-driven, but, like, what does it look like to, like, lead other people, like, but authentically and not, like, Mm -hmm. you're setting it up. You know, I know you're, like, setting it up, but, like, do you understand what I'm trying to To say? To lead people authentically in worship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The the main thing that my mind jumps to when you say that is, um, are you leading yourself authentically? Yeah. So you can't lead others unless you're also being led yourself. And Mm -hmm. so... Um, one thing I always push, 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 push to our team is how are you doing outside of, of a Sunday or a Tuesday night or, or anything like that? How are you doing in your personal walk with Jesus? How are you doing in your personal worship time? Um, again, I know Blessing's going to talk a lot about that in in the next episode, so I won't get too much into that, but like, how are you stewarding your own walk with the Lord? Mm -hmm. And if you can lead from that place, from, from your personal place of dependence from your personal place of sacrifice from your personal place of just relationship with god then people will will latch on to that and mm-hmm. see that that's authentic um because that will be authentic when you're leading yeah. from that place people can sniff out fake like nobody's business mm-hmm. nowadays get like, to discernment and be like yeah and and this generation like i hate to say like gen z but i mean yeah this generation and gen z like they just want real and authentic like never before and they know how to sniff out a fake and they will and that's that's not what anyone's looking for anymore it's not about the lights it's not about and lights and sound and haze and all the things are great but at the end of the day if you're not authentically real then mm-hmm. people will will see that and and respond accordingly so yeah and i think it goes back to like your heart posture because like if your heart posture is just set on you and like oh i get to sing like i have a good voice okay but like who gave you that gift mm-hmm. who should you be glorifying like your heart it's not about you like you have the gift of like you have the gift of having this beautiful voice like use it to steward like give glory to god but, like if you're focused on you and like oh yeah i'm gonna get nice pictures like you got alexis down there snapping yeah. like yeah. like <laughs> then your heart is not it's about you and it's not about god so like 100%. you maybe need to like check yourself you know yeah and also if you're in this posture of service I always yeah. I always check, you know, when I'm checking in on our people, I'm like, how are you doing? You know, like I just said personally with the Lord. And then like I always try to get a pulse on like how like I try to discern, you know, where they're at with like a servant's heart, you know? Mm-hmm. Where's their posture at with that? Because yeah. it's gonna be a red flag to me if like and this is this is not any sort of specific example at all. This is yeah. just like yeah. hypothetical. Like if someone were to come to me and I were to like discern in any way that like they weren't there to serve or they didn't really maybe the word serve never came up from them or like to them it was more of a performance like that's going to be a red flag for me Mm -hmm. because it's like I want all of our people to to have this you know stance and this heart posture that like I'm here to serve and even though I'm singing like that's still a outlet and an avenue to serve just Mm -hmm. as much so as somebody who's holding a door open or somebody who is leading someone to their seat or someone who's you know holding a camera or whatever the position is that night for any certain area like you're serving just as much even though you're on stage like per se yeah no I love that I feel like also like whatever job like you're doing in worship like 
not necessarily worship, but overall, like, it starts, like, at the door, like, greeting someone. It, like, flows all together. So, like, you want it to be Holy Spirit-driven. You want to have that servant heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's okay sometimes, like, that season's dry for you. Like, but I love that you check in on your people if you're, like... Always. You know, I love that because, like, there are seasons where, like, I know I've been, like, drowning and I'm probably not the best serve. Like, I just am struggling to serve because I'm struggling in my own quiet time, in my own time with the Lord. Like, you're checking in on your people. You're making sure that, like, you're there for them. And Mm -hmm. I just love that. You got to make sure people are healthy. Yeah. And I'd rather have, I'd rather have somebody step down for a while who's not in a healthy place. Yeah. And of course, they're always welcome back. I always, I mean, you can ask anyone if anyone's listening to this who's on our worship team, they know it and they've mm-hmm. heard me say it a million times over. They could probably quote me in saying that like I care way more about them than I care about what they can do mm. for me or for this ministry or whatever. So yeah, I love that Macy. I love that. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So, what does it look like to? worship God through a song or through music can you kind of talk a little bit on that yeah um I've actually this is not a Macy quote this is a quote actually from actually well I don't even know where it originated from but I heard Matt Redman so if you know who Matt Redman is he's the one who's saying 10,000 reasons you know Uh, I love that song it's classic um (laughs) but at at Passion one year it was probably about three years ago now he he quoted this and it's stuck with me ever since um, it's amazing how just little passing like quotes mm-hmm. stick with you like that, but um, he he explained he he just he said it so beautifully. He was like, guys, um, singing and and this type of worship that we're doing right now is giving God His breath back. Mm-hmm. And so That's um, good. like the, the you know you read in Scripture like all this emphasis you read the Psalms you read whatever about you know singing a song to the lord you know dancing before the lord making music you know god created music god created all these things to give him glory but i also think like when it comes to singing it's like well why do we have to sing um and you know worship is so much more than just singing but in terms of like singing and its importance it's what a beautiful thing to like say like i'm gonna sing and i might not be the best singer you know i might not could carry a real tune i might not be like a you know, uh, Tosh Cobbs or, or whatever. Uh, a Naomi Scob. Yeah, yeah, a big time rush, whatever. But <laughs> um, I'm going to give God his breath back because at the end of the day, it's his breath in our lungs. Mm-hmm. He gave us that. He breathed life into us. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful picture of, like, singing and giving him back something beautiful in return. And he loves the sound of our voices. Um, I believe that it, it pleases him, yeah. you know, to hear the sound of our praise coming from our lips um, in an authentic way. And there is a scripture about like from with their lips, they profess um, to love the Lord, but in their hearts, they're far from him. Mm-hmm. So like he definitely looks at the heart when you're singing. It's mm-hmm. not all about just what you're saying and singing. Yeah. It's about where your heart's at while you're singing. But I do believe that he is very pleased with us when we yeah. when we worship him in that way. And yeah. it's a great, um, you know, I also when I think about it, it's corporately like when we're all together in agreement on one thing so like when you're singing a song like and actually thinking about what the lyrics to that song are saying i mean nine times out of ten the songs you're singing are straight from scripture you know it's straight like it's words from god that are also glorifying to god and whether it's your singing scripture um whether it's a song about because songs are, are structured in different ways it can be a song like to god about god so like our worship to God, God, this is who you are. Like mm-hmm. you like, are holy, are you, you are worthy, you are great. Or it could be a song about um, the song that we were actually just listening to before this podcast. Mm-hmm. New wine, like it's a prayer. It's about me, Lord. Make me your vessel. Like make me an offering to you. Like yeah. bring new wine out of me, God. Like um, so, 
what, however the song is structured, you're singing these things. And corporately, like, if you can all be in agreement on what you're singing, like, that's such a powerful thing. Yeah. That's, so good. that's so good. That is so good. Um, so, like, as we're singing these songs and as we're having these moments of, like, worship, like, mm. how, as a worship leader, do you allow, like, in, like, get your audience to respond like i know there are some people going to church can, if it's new for you it can be intimidating and scary and then like worship yeah. when you have a bunch of people like clapping jumping or hands in the air maybe you're not a hands in the air but like yeah kind of like how do you get um your audience to respond and as yeah. a worship leader right um so i i think it starts with um which i'll just i'll just preface by saying this like when you're a worship leader especially like every part of a worship team is essential you know yeah. every part drummers um, guitar player, in, instruments, all the things, singing. Um, but when you are in that space and you are the worship leader um, in that moment, you're a shepherd in that moment. So you're leading people in that moment um, closer to the heart of God, into the presence of God. And um, and when you're in those moments, you are very much a shepherd. You, you um, yeah, that's just what you're doing. And so um, with that, you have to keep in mind that <laughs> um, a shepherd's job isn't easy all the time. Yeah. And, um, and you got to remember like who your audience is, who, who you're leading, who your flock is. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so keeping that in mind is, is very important. Like when you look out in a room, um, am, am I leading people who for the most part already love Jesus? So yeah. there are settings like that. When you go to conferences that like, Hey, people paid money to be here. That probably most likely means that most everyone in the room is there cause they love Jesus yeah. in, in some aspect. Um, but if um, I'm going to use the example of like a, a, a fuse night. So like a, a, on Tuesday nights, our college ministry fuse, our, our goal is to get unchurched students there, you know? Yeah. So like when we are thinking about a Tuesday night, we're not thinking about like, of course we're thinking about the people there who, who love the Lord too. Like that's cause obviously fuse and is like gonna be there all next Tuesday for them as yeah. it is for, for those. But we also really, really, really try to keep in mind that person who stepped in the room, who's maybe never stepped foot in a church before in their life who who doesn't have a relationship with the Lord, who's trying to figure stuff out. Maybe they know who God is, but they don't know God. Yeah. Um, there's just all different sorts of walks of life. Same thing with a Sunday morning church. Like if you're, if you are in a healthy, like spirit led church, hopefully you're evangelizing the community mm -hmm. around you and you're bringing new people in all the time. So that church, in my opinion, should also be thinking about, you know, the new believer in the room or the non-believer in the room. And so mm -hmm. um, when you're thinking about that, I think a very important thing to keep in mind when because your question is about like how do you get people to respond mm -hmm. well if there's a new person in the room that doesn't even know what worship is they're going to think it's weird like yeah. if you don't explain what's going on mm -hmm. so i think it starts by you know actually explaining and um i guess how do i say it reminding people what we're doing yeah no, that's good and even if you're you've been a believer your whole life sometimes you still need a reminder mm -hmm. what we're there to do so um yeah that's you know, good when i think about that question like for me it starts with if we're talking about wanting people to respond um in a way that is you know um we're just responding in worship it starts by letting them know what we're here to do and kind of explaining like Hey, we're about to sing some songs and you might not know these songs, but the lyrics are going to be up there, you know, mm -hmm. try and follow along. Uh, or if not, just like listen to the words, take it in, pray on yeah. your own. Like it's kind of explaining and giving different options for what you can mm -hmm. do. Otherwise, the person in the room is not responding. They're probably not not responding because they are just don't want to. Mm -hmm. They probably just don't know what's going on. 
Yeah. Half the time. Yeah, and, and sometimes know. it's like a spiritual battle of like, okay, is this like my situation showing difference? And like, there have been times I'm in a room where it's like, it's really hard to like lift my hands and give thanks because I'm like, things are tumbling down. But like, God, like, mm -hmm. I know you're faithful. Like, I know that you're good. And so, like, I am going to proclaim this because like, this is really who you are. And like, I don't yeah. see it right now behind stuff I'm going to. But I've also been in the seat where I'm like on fire and like every song is just like lit. Yes. But then there's times where I'm like, Brand, like when I first came out, I was like, what? Like, I grew into a church that was like elevation. So, like, it's a big, you know, yeah, mega, right. but like, I don't know. It, and you have come different, from different backgrounds. Yeah. And like, yeah. before that, I was Baptist. So, like, that's a whole different, yeah, whole yeah. different thing. But, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I think it's also important to realize that, like, not everyone are, like worships in the same way. Mm -hmm. So, like, we we're talking about, like, how to get your audience to respond. I think, you know, inviting them to worship in a way that's comfortable for mm -hmm. them like whether they like i'm more like the quiet worshiper i like to say and caitlin's like woo we yeah. are pull so, yeah well there's no one way to do it yeah, yeah. So, so i think like making them feel comfortable and realize like okay if i want to sit down and take it in like i think a lot of times you look around and you're like oh that person's not standing up so they're not engaged like they're mm -hmm. not singing so yeah. they're not engaged like that's not always the case like Sometimes I just like to have those words spoken over me, and sometimes I like to really listen to them. So, I mean, it looks different for everyone. And, like, what you look like when you're engaged in worship is not what someone else will look like. And I think it's also, like, a comparison thing, and we don't need to do that. No, that's so good. But, yeah. I always good. encourage my worship leaders to just to even just not get discouraged if they look out and they see some people or certain people not responding. Because mm -hmm. I always say, like, sometimes they are it just doesn't look like what maybe how you would do it or it doesn't yeah. look like normal quote-unquote like yeah. and so we can't put worship in a box in that mm -mm. way so I always try to encourage them with that and just you know you always have to first and foremost worship you know yourself not worship yourself but worship um on your in, own yeah. you know what I mean? yeah and uh, in your own way and so um yeah that's just an encouragement that I give to them sometimes so. yeah really have you always had like this heart for worship I'm just curious. Yes. <laughs> well, I've always that's a good that's a good question. I've always had a heart. I've always had a love for music. Mm -hmm. My love for music started very very early, and I think in that and over the years, the Lord cultivated a heart of worship through music. Mm. Um, but it's hard to pinpoint exactly, like when my affections were stirred for like actually authentically like worshiping the Lord because my background was I grew up um, Methodist and no shade oh, to the wow. Methodists but my church was very traditional very southern we had the pews yeah we had the hymnals we had we sang hymns <laughs> and the older I get the more I realize that that was just as much worship as mm -hmm. you know a, a live band with drums and and synth pianos and all the things like all those things are just as much worship. It's all about your heart in those things. That's a whole other podcast. But mm -hmm. um, that was kind of my background. But I wasn't really super into that when I was younger. And I didn't really... That kind of stuff didn't necessarily, like, stir up, you know, a longing, yeah. you know, for that. But over time, I was introduced to different worship settings and different atmospheres. And and I guess, I don't know, through that and then just through my personal, like, story, relationship, walk with God, like, yeah. that was slowly cultivated over time. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Right. The last thing we kind of wanted to talk about was we've talked a lot about like what does it look like to lead people in worship? Like how do we posture our hearts? Like 
either like for you or just like a worship team in general how do you try to keep the worship authentic where it doesn't like feel staged or feel like a performance but it's like a space that is praising the lord and not like a concert or you know yeah. just like an authentic worship experience yeah that's that's great um i i think it starts with um and i'll just i mean this is kind of echoing what i said earlier but it it starts with who you have leading um and like the people i think it's for me it the people is what matters and yeah. so um when you have you know people who are so clearly led by the holy spirit and who have authentic real hearts um after jesus who truly love him who've truly been changed by him who've truly been transformed if you have a team full of those people it will be like that every time, bar none. Like, yeah. you know, and then it also starts with leadership, like who's leading your ministry as well. Yeah. Um, and it, so, again, all people-based. Like, when the people that are leading you, um, and people aren't perfect, and they never will be, but, um, you know, if overall, like, you know, in a general sense, the people that are leading you are, are truly after God's heart, then, like, I believe the worship will be authentic. And, you know, there's technical things I could say about, like, you know, leading with tracks, spontaneous worship, like, all these things. Yeah. And I think there's, there's, there needs to be a good mixture of both. I do also, I'm a strong believer of order in, mm -hmm. in, when it comes to worship. Um, you know, people grow up in different, in different backgrounds and, and, and people worship in different styles. And I think it's all great. And I think as long as the worship is glorifying to God and not distracting, then, like, that's, yeah, that's good. Especially in a corporate setting. Now, when you're in your personal prayer closet, mm -hmm. like, go crazy. Like, do, yeah. you do whatever you connects you and God, and when you're in that space, like, that's great. And But I'm talking about a corporate setting, like, you know, if, and you're talking about authenticity and, like, letting the Spirit move. There's totally space and room for that. Mm -hmm. There's also totally space and room for that to just go haywire if you let it. So you kind of have to have this balance yeah. of, of order in worship and... Um, I guess more spontaneity, if you will. Yeah. But I try to keep a balance of those things. Yeah, that's uh, really good. I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, it definitely <laughs> did. Yeah. It definitely did. All right, well, Macy, we just want to thank you for coming on yeah. for the second time. But this yes, one will actually release. In the studio. Yeah. In the st Happy to be here. The, the yes. closet. Don't you like the clothes? This is the best. There's Guys, I wish you could be here in here with us. There's We have a candle. Closet. There's a candle lit, so it smells good. The lighting's great. Macy's got a pillow. I have a pillow. She's it's, all comfy. It's a yeah. good Saturday morning here, folks. Yeah. Yeah, we made pancakes. Yeah. Had some coffee. It's been great. <laughs> It's been yeah, so great. Well, got it. Thank Again. you guys for having me. And yeah, thank you literally. for just the two of you guys. Like, oh. um, this is a really cool thing that you guys are doing. And to all you listeners out there, <laughs> just keep listening to this podcast because <laughs> they're going to keep giving you content. And yeah. Um, yeah, what you're doing is, is really cool. And I know it's giving God a lot of glory and it's helping people. I know it is. Oh. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, just you guys keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank thank you. you. Well, yeah. all right, guys. Another episode brought to you by my closet. Woo! By the closet, yeah. post BTR. The stew. You, the studio. If you haven't already turned on the post notifications, do it. Because if you can't keep up with us, if you don't, yeah. you can't hear about Big Time Rush. Or share it with your friends. Yeah, share it with yes. your friends. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.